0: Yes, yes, people. We are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another <coughs> edition of the Mandam United Podcast, the podcast dedicated to all things Manchester United. So please keep all your comments, all your questions, Manchester United related. I'm, I'm joined by Fresh Trim, Fresh, Fresh Trim, that uh, I wish Manchester United's lineup <sighs> was as good as yours right now, Ivorian. But <laughs> Red United TV is in the building. Please keep all your comments and questions Manchester United related. Ivorian, how are you doing, sir? Are you good?
1: Yes, indeed, us I'm good, and you're right. Yes, we wish Manchester United's um, lineup was as good as mine. Yeah, that right is now. fresh to death. Fresh that yo, right that there, is fresh,
0: know. yo. Your barber, yeah. yo. Yo, salute to your barber, whoever that is, man. This you had to, you had to do me
1: justice because you knew what type of weekend I was going to have in it. So, you know what? I know what type of weekend you're going to, but I'm going to make you look good at least while you're losing. I'm going to at least make you feel good. Do you nice. get I me? Mean? You know, yeah. it was a it was a it was a tough one because we predicted this, you know, we predicted this <laughs> in the way it happened, but but right, I'm good, man. I enjoyed my weekend, enjoyed the birthday as well. Turn 34. So oh, is you it your me, birthday? Like, happy oh yeah, yeah, was, we wish you
0: we wish you were yeah. early, but be- so yeah, yeah, man, happy belated. I know we wish you before, happy, belated. Hope you enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? At least United didn't play on your birthday to ruin. It. Yeah, I know,
1: I know they couldn't <laughs> ruin it. My birthday was on Saturday, so I got it all in. <laughs> Before that Sunday, (laughs) but it is what it is, man. Big up to
0: everyone that's tuning in right now. Remember to
1: smash that like button and subscribe to it as always, man. The lights, what
0: are you saying, man? I'm, I'm I'm, blessed. A lot to discuss, as always, with Manchester United. And the reason why I titled this episode Manchester United's performance in lost to Arsenal, because we did speak about it, but it was an afterthought because of the whole Eric Ten Hag versus Jadon Sancho uh, scenario. So we will discuss that guy, Vorian's thoughts on that. Obviously, we'll discuss the loss, the performance. I want to discuss in particular the performance, because I think it's being lost, the overall performance, because I don't. Mm-hmm. I think it was one of our better performances away from home. Of course, results matter. And of course, I will get into all of that. Obviously, Amrabat as well. He's been, well, his number has been announced. So we know he's wearing the number four as well. And plus answering questions from the chat, because I'm sure you lot will have plenty to say as well. Let's see who's in the chat. Big up to Daredevil, who says big up, flawless. And everyone else, love from USA. Sunday's performance showed that the strongest part of our team is our defence, not our attack and our midfield as we struggle to threaten. Yeah, that's facts from a defensive standpoint standpoint we were fine for the most part like, that's why I don't really have any issues but offensively we struggled but the reason why I wasn't surprised I didn't get mad during the watch along I'm not upset afterwards is because I know where our attacking players are at and that's more so on us not doing the correct business in the transfer window of course Hoyland could potentially change that Mount's just a waste of a signing but here we are you know, here, here we are. Um, big up to Neville B as well. So it's big up Flawless, Fresh Trim and everybody. Big up Starlord I see. It seems to be warm everywhere because it's warm here. It's warm here. I should have really done yeah. this outside, but we move. It is. Uh, in regards to True Blues asking about the Anthony stuff, I'm just waiting for more information to come out regarding it. That's why I've not spoken about it. I was like that with the Greenwood situation. And it's the same with the Anthony situation. Until more information comes out, I can't speak on what I don't know about. Very similar to when I spoke about the Jaden Sancho scenario in regards to not what they both said publicly, but training. I hate when people say, Oh, well, Ten Hag's right or Sancho's right. We don't know, in regards, we don't know what's going on in training. But anyway, your thoughts, Ivorian, on the game will go there. Manchester United, 3 uh, 1, Manchester United's 3 1 loss to Arsenal. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, okay.
1: it, 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 it's not that's nice when we lose to Asna you know mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. not out of all people but we did last week when we did discuss it and you asked me my prediction in that game I thought I told you guys the truth and I was just being honest and I was like thinking you know what it's like playing Arsenal on a Sunday 4:30 p.m and the sun is out it's a long night for us and it, it was curtains but the, the story was quite different because of course Arsenal they're running their bands and all that stuff but deep down in their heart they knew that Manchester United themselves didn't really deserve to lose that game because this that in that game, the first 45 minutes, which I was really impressed with the way Manchester United were mm. calm in possession, controlling the game as well. Um, mm. it's the first time we've ever seen Manchester United in the first 45 minutes, flawless where they dominated possession. And I know Arsenal can say that we probably played it into their into their hands because they just sat back and focused on what we had to do. The only sad thing about Manchester United's possession that is the fact that we couldn't open up Arsenal's defensive line. So they were well-structured at that moment there. Mm-hmm. But it's sad, but the, it was it was promising in that first 45 minutes. Even the goal that came from Marcus Rashford, a beautiful pass, f- Flawless, from Ericsson. You just find him and mm-hmm. open up Arsenal for Marcus Rashford, just cut inside and finish it really well. But as we were celebrating Flawless, you know, we didn't even get to sit down. By the time we mm-hmm. sat down, the next, you know, 36 seconds in, Manchester United do what they always do. They just, they just, they just fall under pressure within the mm-hmm. as soon as they take the lead in the big games. And of course, Arsenal equalising. But even in the first forty-five minutes after equal, Arsenal equalised, Manchester United still showed resilience and still in control. At, at times, we did lose, you know, momentum in that in, towards the end of the first half but still i i was pr- i was pleased with that performance in the first 45 minutes but the second half now that's that's where the tells or two tells shows because of course arsenal came back stronger starting off the second half mm-hmm. slightly stronger against manchester united having possession as well and and causing problems as well and i have to say i'd even forget to to say big up onano in the first 45 minutes because he was mm-hmm. sensational with the distribution coming out as well making the 12 the 11th man really matter in a football pitch, but it's just a shame that we don't have the guys up front making the right decisions going yeah. forward, you know, to capitalise on the strength that we've got from Andre O'Nana. But back to the second half where Manchester United just started off a bit slower compared to Arsenal. And then again, go, go, later on in, in the second half, Manchester United as well showed strength as well. The goal that we scored... Of course, many can say what they want to say, you know, we mm-hmm. all have their opinions and we're not just going to say, we're going to be in the referee and all that kind of stuff. But in my opinion, it looked like it was onside, but the the rules has changed, but it was just yeah, unfortunate. The rules are the from rules. that moment there, mm-hmm. we knew that if we scored that goal, that goal was given, we would have won the match. You know, it would have mm-hmm. been a different tale. But then <sighs> the white flag came out of Manchester United at the moment. Harry Maguire was put on. We 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 all knew it flawless, bruv. As soon as Maguire came on, is like, oh, there it goes the neighbourhood. You know, you know what I mean, flawless man. We knew it. We was like deep down hearts again. Harry Maguire can fuck this shit up, and 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 he did. You know, we saw Leicester's back to... In our, in our defence, <laughs> we will ever see that Johnny Evans coming on. And it was just it was just a moment of madness because that nine minutes, Manchester United did not deserve to lose that game. And then the last eight minutes, the madness of that eight minutes of Manchester United conceding that goal, um, Declan Rice, yes, there was a bit of foul. But at the end of the mm-hmm. day, as a defender, you should be able to hold your own Johnny Evans as well. Mm-hmm. Declan Rice scoring yes, controversy and all that stuff. Even though that there's controversy towards that, but again, let's not blame referees. It's, it's it's down to us finishing ability. We did not finish most of our chances and Rashford had his opportunities to square it to Hoyland and he did it. And then we just, the third goal defensively we were just not good enough with Evans and Maguire and they just, we just suffered from there. 3-1, Gabriel Jesus did his bit. He made, a nano and the defence looked stupid, but it is what it is, man. But yeah, we're
0: chasing the game at that point. I don't even mind that. The third the goal, I don't mind because you're chasing the game at that point. So yeah, go on, go on.
1: Yes, but regarding the substitution with Hoyland, I'm, I'm just glad to see that he's, he showed way more for me than what Marshall showed me in the last two years um, in performance in the, in the first 30 minutes of what I'm, so i have so I'm pleased to see it. I'm looking forward to see what how that develops because it can tell it, you can tell that we've got a decent striker that can hold up the ball. And the pace is there as well, especially with the counter-attack that we had with Marcus Rashford not finding his man and just passing it on so Hoyland can finish it off. And then, of course, the strength as well. Arsenal suffered as well. Gabriel suffered. Gabriel, sorry, as well. As soon as Hoyland, he tested Hoyland's strength, he was like, yes, I'm in a fight right now because Marshall wasn't on anything. In that whole 70 minutes, he played or 60 minutes. Typical, he wasn't yeah. on anything. Typical
0: Martial, isn't it?
1: Yeah, typ- typical Martial, you know. And again, he's, he's also one that probably has to look at his performance, look at himself, because he might not survive, probably come to January, depending on what Manchester United want to do. But yes, Manchester United, 90 minutes, they made me happy. We didn't deserve to lose. But the eight minutes of madness is what Manchester United I need to be working on as well. Like you know, concentration, especially in the big games, matters. Especially when you're, you got eight minutes are going to be added, and throughout the whole season, you're going to see twelve minutes. You're going to see, um, just mad numbers being added in extra time. It's about being able to handle it and having the character as well to finish off the game. It was just poor, um, game management from the last eight minutes. But again, Arsenal fans cannot talk. You know, we didn't deserve to lose that game. In my opinion, they were lucky, flawless. But we move on, we lost our game We got those two losses, get it out of the way And we work from what we have right now but yeah. a I lot get of I get what
0: you're saying In regards to balance of play Like we did deserve to get something out of the game But I've said this, I said this on the day I said this yesterday and I'll say this again today You can't give up the two goals We give up, in particular the first two goals And win football matches Them two goals I repeat Are unforgivable to give away To concede straight away after you've just scored Is unforgivable there's no way you have every man behind the ball. That's a team thing. That's not pil- styles of play. That's not patterns of play. That's nothing to do with personnel. That's just basic. Our under-18 team could be out there, and I would expect them, if they scored, scored first, not to concede straight away from kickoff. Our under-16 team could be out there. That's just basic organisation. That's basic being switched on and like, all right, we don't concede here. We keep it tight for five, 10 minutes. Just basics. And then the second goal. Rice being able to bring the ball down from a corner. That should never happen at any yep. level. That's dis- that's despicable defending. That's disgusting. That should not happen again. That's not down to skill. That's not patterns of play. That's not style of play. That's not personnel. Marking your mind is not personnel. That's basics. You could get a Sunday League team. Me and you could put together a team and go play Arsenal. And that shouldn't happen. Mm -hmm. Now, if they carve you apart and Saka has a moment of magic or Odegaard does or Martinelli or Jesus or Rice or whoever, you hold your hands up and say, that's just top quality players doing what top quality players do. Those two goals are despicable. And that's what's cost us in this game. Because if we don't, if we defend properly, we get something out of the game. Maybe a win, maybe a draw. And we're here talking completely different because we did, we set up. Correctly, the manager set us up and coached us to get something out of the game, and we should have. And to the players' credit, for the most part, they implemented it.
1: Yeah, they did. Kept them it quiet. Was...
0: We bet we, Arsenal, who have one of the better attacks in the league, whether you- I personally think it's probably third, they're one of the better teams in the league as well, second or third, wherever you put them. We kept them quiet. Yeah, they scored, um, minus the two goals that they scored. I'm talking about well, the three goals that they scored. The Havertz miss where he's miss hit it. The Saka one where he's put it straight at Nano. that's pretty much it. If someone would have told me that United would limit Arsenal to next to nothing, I would definitely, one, I would have been shocked and two, I would have taken them. I'm fully, I'm, I was pleased with that because we looked like Manchester United of last season. Because that's why we got so many good results is because we were so defensively resilient. And for the most part, we was, but you can't go to sleep. And it happened against Forrest. It's just that this time, instead of it happening in the last minute against Rice, I mean, this time it happened in the last minute with Declan Rice, it happened in the first four minutes against Nottingham Forest. Because them two goals we conceded against Nottingham Forest are the exact same in terms of unforgivable. There's no way you should concede a goal from your own corner. Why is there not two, minimum two people on the halfway line? Should be minimum two people on the halfway line, maybe even three, depending on who you're playing. Why is there no one on the halfway line? Why is that? And again, that's a team thing. That's nothing to do with patterns of play. That's nothing to do with style. That's nothing to do with uh, personnel. That's basic concentration. Same after we've gone a goal down. Willie Bowley gets a free header inside the six yard box. Again, basics. Basic. That's what it is. Absolute basics. And to James, you said Arsenal had nine shots to Manchester United too. What did you man nullify? Just because you have shots doesn't mean that mm-hmm. you weren't nullified. Just because you have shots, you can have 20 shots. But guess what? If 18 of them were from 25 off, twenty-five yards or more, what do we mean? When I say nullified, so I clarify to that. When I say nullified, I'm talking about clear-cut chances, since I have to be specific. So I'll elaborate on that. What clear-cut chances did Arsenal create in that game? The Havertz one, which I will, where we air it, that's a clear-cut chance. And the Saka one, that was it. Yeah. So, yes, we did nullify them when I say that. You can have all the shots you want from tight angles and 25, 30 yards out. I care about us being defensively resilient. And for the most part, we was, apart from the two times I mentioned in the gifting, us two, gifting you two goals. The first one was a good team goal, but United should do better for that. Second one, Declan Rice, you should never be able to bring down the ball in the box. But we did it with Elian Kayo. The thing is, it happened in the first half and and Eddie and Ketya did the same thing. Man said five clear-cut chances. I disagree, James. I don't think there was five. Actually, yeah, there was five clear-cut chances. You're right. Five clear-cut chances, yes, but we nullified for the most part because two of those five clear-cut chances came in a 90-plus minute. So I'll take that because the clear-cut chances that Arsenal created weren't of their brilliance. It was us. It was our mistakes. It was our mistakes which cost us. The Jesus one, you're chasing the game. Fair enough. I'll, I'll take that one. Rice mm-hmm. bringing the ball down. That being said, it took a deflection. Is that a clear cut chance? Maybe you can argue. I wouldn't actually, I wouldn't even say the Rice one is a clear cut chance. If he don't score that, I'm not saying he should score. Mm-hmm. That's not an easy chance. Plus, it took a deflection. The older guard one, is it a clear cut chance? No. If older guard misses, I don't think, yeah, what am I talking about? Yeah, older guard, that's not a clear cut chance. A shot from clear the edge cut. of the box yep. is not a clear cut chance. Mm-hmm. So, the older guard, the rice one, them two there are not clear cut chances. Neither is the rice one. Yeah, so you got older guard, you got rice. So, yeah, only the Jesus one. Jesus, that's a clear cut chance. You're chasing the game. The Havertz one and the Saka one. So, that's three. Mm-hmm. I'd take that. Someone said you'll limit Arsenal to three big chances, and one of them's because you're chasing the game. I take that clear cut chances. Sorry, people, not say mm-hmm. big chances. Clear cut mm-hmm. when I say clear cut, that means you should have scored. Older guy doesn't score that. I don't think we're criticizing him for not scoring that. If Rice doesn't score that, we're not criticizing him for not scoring that. Hey, yeah. Jesus doesn't score his chance though. We're mm-hmm. saying you should score because you're one on one with the goalkeeper. So, yeah, I'm spot on. I don't know what I'm talking about. Like, yo, don't worry, you're spot yeah, I know I'm spotting, man. But people try, like, Jay, I don't know why. But yes, my point is, anyway, back to it, we limited Arsenal. So I don't care about how many shots they have. They could have had 99 shots. And if 95 of them were from outside the box, cool, I take that. Um, Going forward, I already know the issues that we have going forward. So I wasn't surprised. Mm-hmm. And that's why we messed up in the... That's why we messed up in the transfer window. Because signing Mount was the wrong move, but signing an yep. actual attacking midfielder was the right move. Because we needed to fill that void and fill that position and we didn't do that. But before we continue, um, there's over... How many we got? We got over 50 of you lot in here. We're only at 25 likes. Like check, one, two, one, two. Let's bump up to 40 likes, people. Let's get up to 40 likes. Hit that like button. Continue to get your questions in. Of course, if you super chat, we'll get straight to it as well. Ivorian, anything else you want to add in regards to the game itself?
1: Yeah, no. Back to what we're saying about notifying. We made Arsenal just sit back at the end of the day and also allowed pressure to be invited back from us. So, like, I'm just pleased with that in the first 45 minutes. Manchester United did well. It's just a shame. Again, like, we just can't do it for for 60 to 70 minutes. And that's back onto the players as well. Again, lack of concentration as well. It's disappointing to to just lose like that, especially in the last eight minutes. But but again, with the manager, he did set Manchester United to win. It's just about the players, wherever they can execute the plan. And they failed to do that. They really did at the end of the day. <sighs> Let's see if what we can do in the next coming weeks, man. If, if Whether Ten Hag can fix this as well with the new additions, with Amrabat coming in as well, because that was needed. A player like him in that game was needed again. And another performance where we saw our yeah. captain as well, flawless, not showing up at all, not doing anything. Yes, you can run around like a madman doing the hard runs and the hard yards, yeah. But again, in the big games, you're just not being influential, not 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 setting the tone and the mark in, in the f- attacking plays and all that kind of stuff. I saw again, giving the ball away. Casimiro Ericsson did extremely well in that game. Mm. Big up to Ericsson. They said that he didn't have the lungs to cover the grounds. A game where I saw a lot of interceptions from Ericsson winning the ball back and several opportunities, mm-hmm. especially against someone like Odegaard. And again, laying that pass to Marcus Reich, refining the pass. A pass where you, Bruno Fernandes should be doing that a lot of times against Arsenal in a game like that. But again, on being unable to show up in the big games, Odegaard showing exactly what he needs to do as a club captain. And scoring that goal, bringing mm-hmm. Arsenal back into the game. You see, that's the difference right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I'm just tired. I'm just tired. I'm just tired. Like, I hope they fix the midfield up because I wouldn't say it's, it's, it's on Casemiro or Ericsson. I just feel like... oh, it's not on either of those United two. Well.
0: I see people like, they did their job. Mm-hmm. They did their job. Well, I'm yeah, they am in that they nulli- game? Nulli- they nullified... Well, Havertz nullifies himself, but they nullified Odegaard minus the goal. They nullified Rice. They did like If our midfield was getting run through, that would have been the first thing people would have mentioned. Oh, look out of the midfield. The midfield did not get run through. They did their job. I have no complaints about Casemiro and Eriksen, specifically from a defensive standpoint. You can say about them being on the ball and offensively you would have liked to have seen a bit more. That's cool. But that's more so on Eriksen because I'm not looking at my DM to get on the ball and make things tick. Did he stop Odegaard? Yes. They did. Did they stop Rice? Yes. They did, because if they didn't, an older guard played 10 out of 10, a Rice played 10 out of 10, all you would hear about is how bad Casemiro and Ericsson was and how bad our midfield was. Like I said, going forward, I hear the conversation, but from a defensive standpoint, most of our players, even our wingers, Rashford and Anthony, from a defensive standpoint, even Bruno, everybody did their job pretty much so from a defensive standpoint for the vast majority of the game. My issue right. with that game exactly. is not was defensively, say
1: Exactly, yeah. They did their job mm-hmm. defensively, but when it came to the moment, especially in these big games, the offensive side is where they just let us down mm-hmm. once mm-hmm. again.
0: And to TKA it says Rice played great. Don't do that. I never said Rice was bad. Mm-hmm. Where did I say Rice was bad? I don't think he was great, but where did I say Rice was bad again? Don't but, put words in my mouth. I never ever said Rice was bad. I just yeah. To add to that,
1: yeah, from, from an That's offensive least, standpoint,
0: so, he didn't yeah. bind us the goal. Which he mm-hmm. scored in like the ninety-six mm-hmm. minute. What did mm-hmm. he do offensively? Nine. But oh, yeah, go on.
1: Thank you. To add to that, you know, watching mm-hmm. that game, I didn't notice Declan Rice until he scored a goal. Like, let's be real, man. Yeah, like, he was decent. I don't know what if Arsenal can just try and just sugarcoat the fact that oh he was exceptional. That's what you paid one hundred and five million for. Mm-hmm. Or. Oh in in the games like that i did not see Declan rice throughout that whole 90 minutes mm-hmm. in fact the only person i noticed is is habits because of course who who doesn't notice habits in, in a game like that in, in when he's playing do you get me we, we all notice him and other god but mm-hmm. rice he probably because maybe he was doing the things that he needs to do that do the basic things right and that's why we he didn't did. notice him
0: yeah he played the thing is he played mm-hmm. he played well like again, mm. people like getting yeah, in the comments talk about oh, rice was very good. Nobody said mm. rice was bad. You know what I'm saying? Like rice never rice was was good. You know what I'm saying? I thought Odegaard was decent. I never said they was bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Flawless. They did their jobs defensively, but they killed the attack because you guys had to be defended defending. Who 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 did their jobs defensively? Who? So, maybe talking, he's about. talking about I don't know. If you, talk rice, you talk about rice. You talk about us. Know. Like, I yeah, know. like, what's he talking about? Again, people jump to conclusions rather than asking questions. Nobody ever said Rice was bad. I didn't say Rice was bad. Again, you lot, man, why are you l- looking to defend, man, when man's not even being critiqued? Yeah, Rice was, I thought Rice was good. I thought both sides were good overall. They cancelled each other out for the most part. Do I think Rice was exceptional? No. See how people are. All I did was praise Casemiro and Eriksen for what they did from a defensive standpoint. The defensive, they were good. That's the best our midfields looked all season long. Because he didn't just get ran through. Cause that was the biggest top uh point of conversation. And that's not why we lost the game. We didn't lose the game because of Casemiro and Ericsson. Tell you that much. Was, uh... <clears throat> did Rice get mad at a match? That's crazy if Rice got mad at a match. I don't want to give I Rice. think he the the done match. anything exceptional. I wanna give him man of the match. That's about exactly. fair dues. Did Sky give him I, the man of the match? If the they did, I know. I we 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 know. I was watching on Sky, so I don't know. Like uh, they, they just want to the promote. They know. just want to promote Rice.
1: That's what they want to do. <laughs> they just want to promote Rice. You know, because he it's did not of, have a man is. of the match performance. Let's be real, like, and I know Sky Sports probably mm. gave him man of the match, and just because they want to promote Rice, mm. it's it's good for their nation as well. It's good for papers and tabloids. Mm. But yeah, I did not notice Rice like that.
0: Oh, you were talking about Manchester United defending not right. Ah, oh, so you're saying they did their job defensively, but that killed the attack because you guys had to be defended. No, our attack killed our attack. Mm-hmm. Don't blame that on them, man. Mm-hmm. Our attack killed our attack. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, just this is the thing is people on all these things. Ironically, we talk about how United needed possession, but first half had more possession and We just didn't do enough with the ball. Because our mm-hmm. forward players ain't not good enough. That's nothing to do with Casemiro and Ericsson. The one goal we actually scored was due to Eriksen. He's the only midfielder. He's probably the only player on that pitch in a United shirt who can play that pass. Probably the only one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All right, that's it. And yeah, Emma, this is what I'm saying. People don't understand nuance. You saying saying some, someone was nullified doesn't equal saying they was bad. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily... I never said... None of the... Well, like I said, Havertz nullified himself, but the other two midfielders I thought were good thought well, Odegaard was good and kept the ball taken. I thought Rice was good too and did what he had to do. I don't think they were exceptional though. Yeah. Yep, Warrior Jay Dunn said this, man. This is why I don't like our attacks. This is why I would even get mad about the game. I know our attack's bad. Flawless always says, where are the goals coming from? And if Rashford is out, we are Chelsea. You're in the summer, I think. That's the facts of the matter. That's the facts. The only time we look threatening is getting the ball to him. Mm-hmm. Nobody else did anything.
1: Until Hoyland came on.
0: Hoyland then came on and actually made a difference and like, all right, cool. But like, minus him, that's it. Martial did nothing going forward. Bruno did nothing going forward. Anthony did nothing going forward. And I'm not even mad about it now. And I wasn't mad about it then because they're just not very good. (laughs) Like, what can I say? How can I get mad at players I don't rate and I know are not good enough for not to? We spoke on it. Me and Ivorian spoke on it in depth last week. When we talk, spoke about Bruno and praised Bruno for his performance in the Nottingham Forest game, and I said he was instrumental in us coming back, and I said, Watch him disappear against Arsenal. I know this is going to happen. I've seen this film before. It's like Fast and Furious. <laughs> you know, the good guy's going to win in the end. Like, we know mm-hmm. this. Yep. Like, that's just legit what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just so it's not a surprise. It's not a shock when average players perform average. <laughs> like, it's not. We've watched Bruno with enough big six away games to go, Yeah, you're not it. So I don't even get mad. I'm saying, Big up, boss Robo Korts. I see you and that. That's why I don't. I just understand. Like I said, I'm here for the season 2024/25. Where we move. Hey, big up, Kaneki, man. <laughs> big up, Kaneki. Yeah, the low did play well. The low, both fullbacks did their job very well. Yeah, 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 he did play well. Like I say, nullified Saka, nullified Martinelli on both sides. So it is, it is. Flawless for you, for your guest, yo, this is Ivory. You know who that is. It's not to say he didn't see Rice's big cup when this man was everywhere. He just said he don't think he was man of the match, which he wasn't. I don't know why you're here crying about Rice, man. If you think he was man of the <laughs> match, oh, you won the game. What's exactly. you crying grateful. You, <clears throat> you won the match and he got man of the match. Like I said, I didn't watch on Sky, so I didn't know that he got man of the match via Sky, but you won the game. What are we talking about? I didn't see Rice. I, I echo what he said. I don't think Rice was exceptional. I thought he was decent. That was it. Well, because he scored the goal, of course he's going to get applauded. Mm -hmm. But if Ganacho's goal goes in, I'll we waxing lyrical about rice? Nah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No. Not in the slightest. Um, Big up flawless Ivorian in the chat, Bruno Anthony and Rashford. That is not a front three that screams goals. Anthony needs to be dropped. Agree with you, David. Anthony does need to be dropped. The problem is we don't have no goals anywhere in this team. Yeah, like I don't think, yeah, yeah, and Jez, yeah, I don't think Hoyland was anything special. I think he was just a focal point, he was just a focal point, that's all it is. He was mm-hmm. just, um, a target, yeah, and we've seen that just running in behind. But hey, we move, we move. Uh, not gonna lie, I'm kind of tired of Ten Hag his decision making cost us again. To bonus, we would have won that game if he hadn't brought on Evans and Maguire. Who was he but supposed who, to bring though? on <laughs> exactly? Exactly, exactly. Who was he supposed to bring on? <laughs> Bear in mind Martinez had to go off because of injury. Lindelof went off because of injury. There's no McTominay, so you can't play him centre back. No Amrabat, so you can't even push Casemiro at centre back and put Amrabat or McTominay in midfield. You was supposed to play? what are we talking about? Now you could not, nah, James. You crying about this Rice thing? That's what I'm saying. You crying about this Rice thing? Like I don't get it. Like Rice was nothing special. He was decent. That's it. Like it is. Andy Ngunu and said Hoyland was good. Yeah, Hoyland was good. Yeah. He was. He just he completed two passes in the 35 minutes. He just went to wrestle and got beaten by Gabrielle. Stop hyping him up. There's no hype. I just said he's good. That's it. Oh, no, I don't know why man always talking about oh, why are you hyping him up? No. He was a focal point. He ran in behind. He caused, he was trying to cause issues. Do I expect more from him? Yes. But in that short cameo I've seen, I'm like, I like. That's what I need. Yeah, it's not that deep, man. He was good. That was it. Yeah, man. Exactly. He wasn't nothing special. Man, talking like, Rice was eight. Right. Like, yeah, man talking like he was 8, 9, 10 out of 10. He was a 7 at best. And that's okay. It's not a shot. Like, it's not a shot. Like, relax. You know what I'm saying? Relax. Because you ain't like going to win shit anyway, but we move. <clears throat> Before that, no United striker was trying to do anything. Yeah, you right. That's what it is. The bar is on the floor like the bar is on the floor jess in regards to that but hey bump up the likes oh shit we're at 40 likes big up to you lot let's go to 50 likes hit the subscribe button on the channel as well it is rolled to 8k make sure you subscribe to Ivorian channel links in the title click uh, at have united tv click the link it opens up a new tab and you can find his channel there and all his socials as well Well, i'm bugging i just think yeah that rice was decent i thought Hyland was decent yeah man but hey Man, are saying hyping him up like we called him world class, man. Like you look, hard. yeah, whatever in it. You know what I'm saying flawless. You're being salty. I will take a seven out of ten. That's fair then. The seven out of ten is fair. <laughs> I don't think seven out of ten is man in the match worthy. I think seven out of ten is fair.
1: For me, uh, it's just it's rice. Just did the it? average thing that rice does: it? box standing plain <laughs> rice. It was rice without no sauce, you know, rice without no gravy rice without no curry if I have got to say he just gave you the basic white rice yeah that's what rice gave delivered was, to us he done everything he right all like, the basics
0: right yeah that's yeah, it yeah yeah that's mm. what it is mm. I just said he was nothing special that's all
1: if anything if he wants to add to it yeah maybe rice with ketchup on top just, just because he
0: scored mm-hmm. but that's about it in my opinion I think he, just, he was just okay I'm not sure, but there surely there's a better way to structure the team for that last ten minutes, just to prevent Evans and Maguire to come on. To be honest, it's sad we're talking about these two players in 2023. It is Johnny. It is sad that we're talking about um, these two players in 2023. However, there was nothing more he could have done in terms of there was no different way to sell. You said it yourself. You said it yourself. That's a problem with recruitment. That should have been dealt with in the summer that we didn't prepare properly. That's on us. But in regards to that game in isolation. When both your centre backs go down, you have to bring on two centre backs. The two centre back options shouldn't be Maguire and um and Johnny Evans. However, we got four centre backs missing. So it's just unfortunate. Yep. Four centre yep. backs we have missing. Imagine that. Martinez, Varan, Shaw, Lindelof. Like, we got four centre backs. Like, what can a manager do? If that happens to any other team, probably bar Manchester City. It's gonna not look good. Who's Liverpool's fifth and sixth choice center backs? Who's Chelsea's fifth and sixth, sixth choice center backs? Who's Arsenal's mm-hmm. fifth and sixth choice center backs? That was number five, that was five, five and six. Well, people don't take that into consideration. That was fifth choice and sixth choice center backs. Like, it's just unfortunate. Show me someone with world class fifth and sixth choice center back, then I'll show <laughs> you a liar. No one will have that. Like, that's just what it is. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, should they be fifth and sixth? No, I would prefer it to be two youngsters in in my ideal in my in ideal world. But even if it's two youngsters and we concede, then it's like, oh, we need players with experience. Can't really win. It's just unfortunate because it's not really on those two for those two goals. That's a team thing. Got to do better as a team. <clears throat> See, Jess is saying we don't have a fourth choice centre back, like literally. And that's so. Imagine what they imagine they got four injuries to four centre backs. What would Spurs look like? What would anybody look like? But hey, we move. Hey, big on my big bro Av8 in the building. Says yes, Kings love to Av8. This is big bro in the building. Large up, man. Good to see you, big bro. Hope you're blessed and everything like that. Jez, they want a parade. I don't know what it is. We literally said rice was good. Man, what a parade. Man, what a parade. Um, to Dennis, you talking about kids on Big Six Banks, hey, kids, is that that that's that's my that, you know what I'm saying? I love all the Big Six Banks gang gang, like they're my cousins and that. So, Kiers says what Kiers says in it, you know, like I know what he's like, I know what he's like. I I take what he says with a pinch of salt, I really do, man. He just loves Arsenal three and three, man. And that's what it is. You take, I just take it with a pinch of salt, I really, really do, I really, really do. See, yeah, just this is what people would have preferred. And like I said, if Manchester United would have threw out an academy pairing, say it was Mengi and we didn't sell him and another one, and we conceded, the conversation would be, why have we not got two more senior centre-backs? Why have we not got <laughs> someone like Johnny Evans? That's mm-hmm. what the conversation would be. So, just unfortunate, man. Four injuries in one position, like, so be it. But we move. But moving on to that, they want to know your thoughts on the Ivorian. Eric Ten Hag versus Jadon Sancho. Talk to us. Oh, shit, bro. You know what?
1: Yes, again, this this again, I keep saying this mansion night just keep giving, you know, just duff-duff moments just keep continuing every week. East then this drama is flawless, you know. Like, as soon as we lose, as well, one hour later after the press conference, we get more drama. You think we just it just doesn't end, and then 24 hours later, we get some more drama on another player. But back to the Sancho situation. My thoughts on it, yes, yes, the manager was asked the question about a player not not playing or being admitted from the squad. And to be honest with you, I don't know why they need to ask certain questions like that. You know, a lot of people get dropped and not be put in the team. So why why do you feel the need to be asking about Jaden Sancho and Scott McTominay? You know, we lost the game. Shouldn't it Shouldn't really be about who didn't play? But they asked him that question. And I can tell he's probably annoyed when he keeps getting asked questions that he doesn't want to be answering to. You can tell the same, his response regarding Harry Maguire and probably David De Gea's future and all that kind of stuff. He was probably annoyed. But he'd spot the truth there at the end of the day. You know what? Well, I can't blame him if he, his thoughts were the reason why I didn't pick Jalen Sancho was because he hasn't performed in training of late. And that, you know, uh, manipulated the decision of choosing the 21 players that go and play against Arsenal. It's normal. A lot of players get dropped, you know. If you don't perform in, tra- in training, you might not get selected. Yes, people can argue that, oh yeah, Anthony doesn't put in the performance, but we don't know what Anthony's doing in training. We can't we can't talk because we don't see it. Same thing with Sancho. We've seen little clips and all that stuff that Sancho's not put doing push-ups enough, you know. He's not even doing it properly. So that's that's a little sign. But back to it, yeah. What the manager said, he's just he justified and he's right to say what he has to say. It's not like he slandered the guy and said that he's been he's been, you know, he's been X, Y, and Z, you know. He just said the truth. The guy didn't perform well in training, and we just thought he wasn't best to be selected in in a match squad. However, going with Sancho's what he said in his statement and what the things that he said, where that's where I think is a bit wrong because at the end of the day, you cannot determine whether you've performed well when you're being employed and you're against your employers. Your employer assesses your performance. Your your player has the right to tell you whether you're performing up to the standard that's required of the business, you know, not, not of your, your requirement, but of the business requirement. So you can give an input of what you think you've did well at the end of the day when you're doing a performance review. But at the end of the day, it's, it's overall, the deciding factor is on the business. So I don't know why he's out there calling the manager a liar at the end of the day, you know. And a lot of times I've seen things like that, especially when it comes to Manchester United, a lot of dramas, a lot of players saying, no, the manager X, Y and Z. Which you shouldn't even be doing. You're a professional football player. You know you shouldn't be breaking any conduct as at the end of the day. If you get criticized by your employers, you have to take it on the chin, you know, at the end of the day. And yeah. just it, it it's the truth. Like, but again, mm-hmm. we live in a this we live in a called world where everyone's yeah. just out here being soft and being being like snowflakes at the end of the day because you got called out. You know, where's Jaden Sancho? There's no excuses of calling out your own manager. Your manager just was asked a question. You know, it's not his fault. He said what you had to say. And you're just reacting because you're not happy about it. It's life, man. Like, work on your game. How do you know he's just trying to ginger you, you know, persuade you, motivate you in a way to th- for you to think in your head, oh, yeah, you think I, I didn't do well? I'll show you next, next time in the next two weeks. I'm going to work on my game. But yet you're soaking. You're soaking. And, and it's been three years. I'm, I'm sorry been three years. We haven't seen anything of Jaden Sancho. The man, even himself, gave you a chance. And I can probably just tell that Eric Hag is probably annoyed Flawless by the chances and opportunities he's given um, Sancho. Yes, yeah, so you can say that until he played a lot of games. And he, mm. by the same time, maybe Sancho wasn't put, put, um, impressing in training. And again, Sancho was the only player that got three months off during hard times based on personal decision. And your manager backed you then and reintroduce mm-hmm. it to the squad. Well, but again.
0: oh you carry as, on one second. Yeah, Sheik, post that, please. Mm-hmm. The United Twenty Five Champions League squad. Thank you. Yeah, go on, carry on. Yes. We've got to get to that. Go on.
1: And as go on. weeks have gone by, <coughs> even during pre season and on up to now, you you haven't really featured regularly. Why is that? Why is that? And mm-hmm. I've I've heard the club has been trying to sell him as well because, mm-hmm. of course, they're not impressed. Okay. He's the highest, one of the highest paid players in the in in the team. And again, mm-hmm. he's, he's throwing stinkers more most of the time he comes on. So, yeah, like, I, in my opinion, Sancho doesn't really, really have a right to get too upset. Yes, you got criticized. I get criticized at work. I don't go to my Twitter account and start saying, F my job and all that kind of stuff. My managers, X, Y, and Z, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I take it on the chin. I look at myself and see where I can improve on and move on from there, man. What can you do, man? But yeah, man. That's my opinion Overall Like whether
0: people like That's it Because yeah, people wanted to know And I wanted to know mm-hmm. as well Because Warrior J did ask And I knew we was going to get into it anyway But yeah In regards to it um, it's, it's tough And I said this from Because we don't know Who's right and who's wrong In regards to the training side of things mm-hmm. We have no idea In regards to the train. We don't know I'm saying Ten Hag could be 110, 110% spot on And Sancho is not doing What he wants him to do in training that could be true however on the flip side though it could be true that ten hag is unfairly criticizing and unfairly targeting Jaden sancho and Jaden sancho has the right to have an issue and have a chip on his shoulder about that so that's one thing i don't like is people talking about oh yeah he's clearly not putting it in in training how do you know we don't know that like we gotta stop like say i think he's not putting it in in training that's cool But don't state it like it's a fact when we simply don't know. You don't know. I don't know. Ivorian doesn't know. Nobody speaking on this doesn't know. There's a hand. You know who knows? The people who are there watching training week in, week out. Ten Hag knows. Sancho knows. Teammates know. Coaches know. Like I said, people actually involved in the situation. When it comes to what Ten Hag said about him publicly, I'm never with that. I don't like, I've said it before, I don't like managers publicly criticizing players. Privately do it all you want privately do it all you want you can you can criticize players behind closed doors but publicly once you do that it leaves the door open to this type of thing it really really does um so do i understand i understand why ten hag said what he said do i agree with it no i don't he could have easily have said oh, i left him out for tactical reasons didn't have to criticize him because if he says that this doesn't start that, that this chain reaction of Jaden Sancho then responded. Now Jaden Sancho responding, I get it to an extent. Do I necessarily agree with it? No. But if I felt the hard dump pie, whether well, I can't criticize him for doing what I would do in that situation. If my manager criticized me publicly, I'm responding publicly. Because now it's in the public domain. If my manager criticized me privately and I think it's um incorrect, I'll talk mm-hmm. to him about it privately. But once it becomes public, okay, let's address this publicly. It's like me and whoever having an issue. Me and someone who's close to me, a close friend, we can sort out any issues we have privately. But once they say so publicly, all right, now it's fair game. You can't get mad at me for responding publicly, whether you're my boss or not. So that's where Ten Hag made the mistake. Like I said, I don't necessarily agree with what Sancho um, with with what Sancho said, but I I, I get it because I do the same right or wrong I don't care I couldn't give a shit about being right or wrong you know how I know this because I've done this type of shit before when I've worked at places not necessarily like not publicly I'm talking about like when the boss has called me out and he's been in front of people I'll speak back fuck you I don't care owner of the place my manager team manager I don't care if I feel wrong I'm going to speak up I don't care that's just how I am Mm-hmm. So I don't deal with this whole hierarchy thing. If you attack, if you attack me fairly, and I've bullshitted around that jobs, and when I've been disciplined for when I've bullshitted around that jobs, I hold my hands up and go, "You're spot on. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were late off your break. Yeah, you right. Sorry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But then, if you want to criticize me about some stuff I didn't do, I'm gonna speak back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I that. And to Australia and Guna, let me, let me just get to this, who says, don't flawless, don't support Sancho in any form. Anyone who challenges discipline framework is the biggest cancer for that institution. One, I haven't supported Sancho. Where was my support of Sancho? So again, listen to, I'm very specific with the words that are coming out of my mouth. I didn't, su- I have not supported Sancho. I have not supported Tenhard. I'm giving both sides. The reason why, and I stated this at the very start, the reason why I can't pick a side with this, because I don't know who's initially right and who's wrong, because I'm not at training. If I was at training, then I would know. And if Sancho wasn't pointing it in and isn't doing what he's supposed to, hey, that's on you. I'd tell him if, if Jaden Sancho was my brethren, hey, Jaden, that's on you. 110%. That that that's on you. On the flip side, if Ten Hag's wrong and he's unfairly criticizing Sancho and unfairly targeting him, I'd be like, nah, Ten Hag, that's wrong of him. So that's what it is. And in regards to anyone who challenges discipline framework is the biggest cancer, Nonsense. That's nonsense. Don't just you don't just be an instant don't just be in any form of institution and what's the word I'm looking for? And just bow down and just go with what the bosses say. Fuck that. I legit said if I was Jaden Sancho and I felt it was unfair, the criticism of me, I would, have sp- I would have done the exact same thing as a professional footballer. So I can't criticise him for doing something I would do, because like I stated, not on the same level, nowhere near to the same magnitude. I've done that in workplaces, multiple workplaces. I've had more jobs than Uncle Rocker's people. I've done all sorts. If there's a job, I've probably done it. <laughs> Before I got I to this. this I've done all time And I've had run with So many different <laughs> bosses And owners And team leaders And colleagues Because I don't play that shit So to Australia And is say Oh it's a contest I've, I've, been caught, I've been told that That's why I don't hear The the attitude thing Because I've been told that In workplaces Oh you have an attitude problem Why? Because I stand up for myself Why? Because I talk back When you're talking rubber. I don't care about your title You ain't going to talk to me Any type of way And you ain't going to Treat me unfairly Other people will fall in line I'm not with that shit Never have, never will. You know what I'm saying? My mom don't my mom didn't raise no fool. You know what I'm saying? So that's I'm not going for that. I got my own mind, I'm not going for that. Other people will fall in line. But I say all that to say this. I don't know with this. That's why I can't state it. I'm just saying ten Hag opened this kind of worms. He could have easily said tactical reasons. If he says tactical reasons, nah, then happens. But he may be at his end of his tether with Sancho. But this mm-hmm. ties into us not being prepared properly and we should have moved Sancho on in the summer. And I said this on this very show. All summer long, I said this. You know what I'm saying? All summer long, I said this. Move him on. He's not... If we get a good offer, I'd sell him. He don't fit what Ten Hag's trying to do. And for whatever reason, Ten Hag's not playing him. He played false nine the vast majority of preseason. And then it comes to the season and he's not played at all. Bear in mind, we see Martial, Rashford and now Hoyland all play ahead of him. So you're technically fourth choice in regards to a centre forward. Left-hand side, you got Rashford, you got Garnaccio. you got right-hand side, you have Diallo, you have Anthony, you have Palestri. So you're third, fourth choice in every single position. This should have been dealt with. This should have been dealt with. Like that's it. And to Australian Gruner says, but Ten Hag isn't wrong because Sancho has multiple past instances of similar acts. And team sports is different from regular workplaces like ourselves. No, it's different because of the magnitude, but it's not different in regards to in regards to as a man. Mm-hmm. That's everywhere. Whatever your moral compasses is, is, your moral compasses. You can't say this, Sancho. But Ten Hag isn't wrong because Sancho has multiple past instances. So because he's done it in the past means he's doing it now. That's unfair. So he's being judged for something that happened when he was at Dorman and when he was at sea. So he's being judged at something when he was 16, 17, 18. And how old was he at Dorman? 18, 19. Imagine we all got judged. I've already I mean, imagined you got judged now for stuff you did as a teenager. <laughs> what was your was... attitude like as a chief? My attitude as a teenager stank.
1: Yeah, care- awful. carefree. Don't awful. give a shit.
0: It was awful. My big bro in the chat, he knows what I was like. av that's big bro there in the chat. You see his name. Ask him what I was like as I was a teenager. Ask him. He'll tell you. Attitude stank. He helped me out. You know what I'm saying? That's one of my mentors. Attitude stank. Even as I got older. So I'm not going to hold him accountable for what happened at 17, 18, 19 for him now at 21. I'd say Ten Hag isn't wrong. No, I'm not saying Ten Hag is wrong. Again, don't put words in my mouth. I'm saying if he doesn't say that, it doesn't set off the chain reaction. He's sparkless. He started the fire. Sancho's poured fuel on it. Don't start the fire. Don't start the fire. That's why I said, even I understand what he said. All he had to say was tactical reasons. Then Sancho doesn't say what he says. Or if he says tactical reasons and then Sancho said what he says, I'd be like, nah, Sancho, you didn't need to do that. Because he saved you. He could have threw you under the bus.
1: But I just don't think what he said was that bad, in my opinion, you know, he just, just basically said he hasn't he hasn't performed in training, you know, and, you know, I mentioned there's a certain level of standard, you know, he didn't reveal what the standard was, he didn't reveal how bad he was in training, but yes, I can understand that um, Jaden Sancho took it the wrong way and reacted to it, but did he need to react like that? I don't know. I can't blame anyone for their decision making and how they'll deal with things. But could he have went privately with two in the whole situation? He could have, but he didn't have to react publicly like that. You know, it just doesn't look good for him in terms of him wanting to play football. You know, if he'd done it privately, there's a better chance of him getting game time. But if because he's done it publicly himself, he he made that decision. And in a day, Ten Hag was asked a question. You know, right on the spot, there doing his job while he was working being interviewed so that's a bit different man because mm-hmm. because again we don't know how we will handle a question like that if we was in the public eye of with a lot of people standing there and it goes and it echoes around the world so we'll see what happens man like again both people are wrong in this in in the way they decided to go about it you know it could have, it could have been handled differently but we'll see what happens man i just think on the player side, because they, they're players, they're the one that's going to receive the harsher punishment at the end of the day. It's not going to be the manager, flawless. It's not going to be Ten Hag that's going to be missed, mm-hmm. not managing the next couple of games. It would mm-hmm. definitely be Sancho. So, for his career's sake, he shouldn't have responded in that kind of manner. You know, could have just spoken to him privately, said, Listen, I don't like the, what you said to me, said about me on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it will never run again. Don't do that. You know, because I respect you and you gave me chances. And you also was there for me when I needed those three months off. But we can't. And then you go from there like mans, but let's see what happens, man. I think he's messed himself up. Sancho messed himself up right there. Aye. Do you think he's messed himself up in terms of getting the playing chances that he needs?
0: Um, No, because now it's just like, all right, knuckle. I think if you knuckle down, I'm not saying he's not. Again, people, I'm not saying he is or he isn't. But if he knuckles down in training, I think he'll get his shot. I think he just has to knuckle down in training. That's all you can do. And guess what? If you knuckle down in training and you're trying your hardest and the manager's still not picking, picking you, guess what? It's gotta hold that. Mm. It sucks, but that's what happens. Everybody, every bus you get in whatever you whatever you do for a living, not every bus you get is gonna like you. That's just what it is, especially in professional sport. He won't be the first um Professional footballer at Manchester United. I won't be the profess- first professional footballer at the highest level where the manager's just not, not with you for whatever reason. Whether that's from a tactical reason, whether that's your playing style, whether you man just don't mesh in terms of personality, unless you're just not the type of player that he likes, whatever the case may be. It's gonna ha- it could happen again. It happens to all oh, the next manager that comes in after ten hag mate. And Sa- say, for example, Sancho's still here, and the next manager after Ten Hag comes in, he might love Sancho. Maybe, like who knows that type of thing. Big up to AV8, big bro who says, jumping on social media to challenge the manager I'm not with, think you need to do it face-to-face, man-to-man. I hear that and he should do that after. But the reason why I understand him going back publicly is because the manager said it publicly. Once you say it publicly, it's fair game. Once you say it, it's fair game. Once you say something about me publicly on a microphone and you know what that can do, Again, not saying Ten Hag was right or wrong to say what he said. Personally, I would have preferred him not to because then we wouldn't be talking about this here. But hey, that's a whole different conversation. Never criticize publicly. So I don't think it benefits anybody. When you criticize players publicly, I don't think it benefits anybody. It don't benefit the manager, it don't benefit said player, don't benefit the team, don't benefit the club, don't benefit the fans. Nobody wins. Nobody wins. So like, yeah, I hope they had the conversation and I presume they did. But like I said, yeah. once you say something about me publicly, I'm going to respond publicly. Like someone dissing me on Twitter right now. I'm well within my rights to at you on Twitter. Or it's like somebody being on a live stream on whatever, somewhere else on, on YouTube, another content creator and dissing me. And then I respond on Twitter. And people are like, oh, why are you responding on Twitter? Oh, no, they just said it publicly. They got my guy Eddie as well. Large up Eddie. So yeah, that, that's what it is in regards to it. I'm, I can't really comment in regards to initially. I don't really like that. And to GC, again, this is speculation. See, Sancho reacts like this because he knows how his fan base already has his back. Otherwise, he probably would have kept himself quiet. I think I don't think he thought about all of that. But again, this is all speculation. I think he heard something he didn't like that he said was untrue, and he got it off his chest. Because this just wasn't the week of training. What stood out to me was two things. One, he said that he's being scapegoated. And I would love to know what he meant by that. And two, he said, there's many more reasons why I'm not playing. So this is not just a one-week thing. This Mm -hmm. has been building up for some time. So
1: I I generally think it's because the club been trying to sell him throughout the whole summer. He was one of the players that... You reckon it was? You reckon that's what it was? Yeah, Yeah. so that's why he's saying that um, I'm being scapegoated. You know, it's not that's just not the only reason why mm. this is going on. Because the club wants to get rid of him as well, man. I don't think Ten Hag himself probably favours him anymore. Probably lost interest in him in terms of what his plans with Jaden Sancho. Because Jaden Sancho as well hasn't performed to his best while he's been there. So that's what I think, you know. I just think he's just been singled out. Jadon Sancho feels like he's been singled out because the club tried to sell him. You know, the whole Saudi thing. And apparently there was talks with Tottenham. I think Tottenham was interested at one point. I don't know. Jess, Jess can tell me about that because there were links, little slight links, and and Chelsea as well. So we'll see what happens with Jadon Sancho. Let's see in January as well whether he remains at the club. Because I just feel like the, his time is done, and that's why he's coming out like done? this
0: way. Mm-hmm. Time has been done. Mm -hmm. This time has been done Before we continue though Over 50 of you lot Still locked in At 56 likes Let's bump up the likes Like Check1212 Let's hit those Hit the like button Continue to share this Across all of the socials As well uh, we're at 7,908. We're looking for two more subscribers. There's over 50 of you lot in here. Continue to get your questions in as well, people. It don't have to be on any of the topics we discussed. It can be. That's absolutely fine. But get your questions in. Of course, if you super chat as well, we'll get straight to your question. Please just keep it Manchester United related. We have just hit 7,910. So salute to you lot. Let's get up to 7,915. Five more subscribers, people. We're looking for five more subscribers. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. All that good stuff as well. Um, Ed says, "I don't like how it sections the fan base, trying to turn into civil war. I want peace at my club. Let Jaden and Ten Hag squash this. Move on, but we'll let I be at United elsewhere. You know what, Ed? Mm-hmm. No disrespect to you, cause you my guy. Couldn't give a fuck what the fan base thinks. Couldn't care less. <laughs> I don't care for the fan base. So couldn't care less." You know who I care for? The team. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't care for the fan base like that. Like if the fan base wanted to pick sides and, and and have sections and be, oh, I'm with Ten Hag and I'm with Jadon Sancho without knowing the full story. Hey, that's just the genders. That's all I'd say about that. I couldn't care less. And in regards to peace, again, couldn't care less. Could not care less about it. Um, They'll squash it. I hope they do to come to a conclusion, though. They, they come to some form of conclusion. That's why I am with. What are you saying about this? This is an interesting comment. Your thoughts? Yeah, should be, I, I, I like a bit of peace, man. You know what? Yeah, it's, it's, it's been
1: a while and, and so long since Manchester United have had peace throughout a whole season in terms of this whole season campaign. Because how many times are we going to go through this flawless, you know? We just keep sorting one thing out, sweep it underneath the carpet, something else comes up. And again, you try to deal with that all the time, especially when you're not even the team themselves flawless. They're not even Mm -hmm. playing well, they're not. They're not winning the games. They're supposed to be winning in in a fashionable manner and in a fashionable style as well. So, so that kind of hurts as well. Like more drama after more drama after more drama. We've been getting. It's been it's been six seven years of this, to be precise. You know, ever since Fergie left, we've just been getting drama, 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 drama. drama. We want peace, man. You know, or the day we get peace, maybe it's because everything is going right with Manchester United and. You know, all the players with egos, the bad apples, as they say, are gone. You know, and Jalen Sancho might be one of those as well. One of those players that's probably a bad apple in the dressing room as well. Just like Harry Maguire's. We just we just don't know because we don't have the insight in that dressing room. But I want peace. I'm I'm, I'm tired, Mike. Like, that, too much drama as well. Like, do you get me? Just imagine if this was your gal. Like, non-stop drama. You'd be stressed.
0: You'll leave him, man. I don't do stress. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, it is stress, stress. just I that. Was your, yeah. I don't do stress. I keep this. Oh, I would have done broke up with a long time. I ain't dealing with all this. You know what I'm saying? All this extra stuff. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. forget, forget all that. I ain't dealing with no stress. And yeah, Shikara, I seen it. I did drop, I did start a 25 man squad as well. And yeah, Warrior Jay, much appreciated. I've still got the cough a little bit, but I've just been drinking um, cough medicine. So it sounds that's why I sound better, even though I still don't sound exactly the same. I sound much better than I was, like, last week, Thursday. You lot seen? me. I was a mess. You lot seeing it. So, yeah, this is the Manchester United 25-man um, squad. So, goalkeepers. Is that Bayon Deer? Is that how you say his he name? Bayon Deer. Bayon Oh, no, no. Tom Heaton. Um Midfielders are... I forgot to start the defenders, so I'll start them. I'll get to it. I'll find that, don't worry. I didn't even start the attackers either. Jesus, I've had a bear here. But yeah, midfielders, Amrabat, Bak, Casemiro, Ericsson, Bruno Fernandes, Scott McTominay, Mason Mount. Yeah, my God. Jesus Christ. That's just not... Let me let me get to the rest. I'm just looking at Their the midfield options. It's... Take out the first three names. That is so bad. Yeah, just keeping up at Carrington, man. That's what Manchester United are. <laughs> So Manchester United. Let me get the rest of the rest of the. I, I thought I start them, chic, My bad. One second. I'm actually trying to find them. I know you posted it earlier. I would only start two. I don't know why it's... I did that, but here we are. Let me do the rest somewhere in there. Let's find it and make sure you lot go subscribe to Ivorian's channel as well. The link's in the title and follow him. He's on Twitch as well, so make sure you follow Ired United TV on Twitch and follow his um. Is it Woman Coach Wednesday? You do. The woman crush Wednesday on, in Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So make yeah. sure you follow Ivoria there uh, for the woman crush Wednesday. <laughs> yep. <sighs> make sure you lot do that, particularly United fans as well. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So like. the rest, yeah, go. Yeah, Sheikh, I beg you, I beg you, um, post it again, please. Go. Yeah, Also, I can tell you though, I'm on that, I'm on that. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Post it again, please, Sheikh. My bad, my bad. I can't believe the, I only did you
1: read the, the Did you read the, the defense out?
0: Nah, I didn't even get the defenders. I thought All I started.
1: My right. no, bad. Defenders: We've got Diego Dallo, Victor Lindelof, Terrell Melasio, Lissandro Martinez, Sergio Regulon, Rafael Varane, um, Johnny Evans, Luke Shaw, Harry Maguire, and Aaron Wan-Bissaka. And then I think let me look. Scroll it down. I've got That's the hackers. forward as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, what's the forwards?
1: Um, Anthony, Jaden Sancho. Fukundo Pelestri, Anthony Martial, Marcus Rashford, and Rajmash Hoyland. Yes.
0: Uh, is, that, is that all the attackers we got? I yeah. A yeah. And of
1: course, there is the Beats list team, and Ganacho's part of that Beat list because he's, I think he's uh, classified as under
0: 21. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I hear you. All right. Thoughts on, thoughts on um, the 25 man squad?
1: Let me just see if Van, Van de Beek was included because I don't feel like Van de Beek was included, you know, in that midfield. Hmm. If Van de Beek it. is not included in that midfield, it just says it all regarding his career because, again, yeah, he's not included in that midfield. Scott McTominay mm-hmm. is. I don't know what's going on with his future because apparently there is news about him maybe leaving because of the, I think there's the Turkish deadline. It's just a couple of days Ahead of us, and it's just about to close. So, it is an opportunity for him to leave Manchester United. But looking at that squad, yeah, it's a decent squad. Is what? What did we really expect? Uh, you know, did we expect Maguire to not be included in in the squad or anything to just catch us by surprise? No, it's it is what it is, man. It, this Champions League squad, mm. I, I'll be honest with you, it's not the strongest. Um, we're gonna go in there and uh, just being kind. Yeah, we're not, just not the strongest. We just have to just go in there with hope that we can finish in second position because the squad is not strong. It's just not strong. The, the recruitment wasn't the best, it's especially when you want to compete in a Champions League. But we're not going to compete. We're just going to test ourselves and see whether we can go into the next round and see whether, how far we can go. So that's my expectations with Manchester United qualifying for the second round and see how far the club can go. I expect maybe last 16. Yo, oh I yeah, shit. Because yeah, we
0: haven't spoken actual draw, have we? No, no we haven't. We haven't. On the draw, yeah, because the draw was obviously Friday, and we spoke last time we spoke was Tuesday. So yeah, thoughts on our group, man? We're gonna top it, yeah? Comfortable? What are you saying? So, no, we
1: come in second comfortably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, there's no way we're finishing ahead of Bayern Munich, an accomplished team, an elite Champions League team. Mm-hmm. You know, they they are far ahead of us in what they do in their project. Where we're still trying to figure who we are. So yeah, like we've we've got some kind draws. We've got Fenerbahce in our group. Yeah, so I think we can get that win home in a way. Yeah, and we got Galatasaray. Galatasaray. You confident of going away to
0: Galatasaray and winning?
1: Yeah, uh, it's a t- difficult one. You know, going Turkey away. You know, we we yeah. know about those European nights, especially in nights in Turkey, Istanbul. In yeah, Fenerbahce. You know, but well, it'll be a it'll be a testy one for us, especially for Manchester United. The fact that we struggle to even win our games. A- away in the Premier League against the big teams as well. So in Europe, it's a different, it's a different scene. It's even t- tougher because the, the opposition are really up for it. You know, it's it's a, it's, a, it's like an, a big momentum playing Manchester United uh, for, the, for those, is it, for those Fenerbahce fans, isn't it? No, I mean Galatasaray. Is it Galatasaray, Galatasaray am not yeah. Fenerbahce, yeah, Galatasaray. Yeah, for those Galatasaray fans, it's so a big night, so they'll be up for it. So it'll be a testy for Manchester United. But I, I think, I think depending on where we are when it comes to it, I hope we're in a better position than where we we are right now. We might get those wins away. Copenhagen, I definitely think we'll get a win home in a way. It's just the Bayern Munich game away, we're definitely losing. And at home, we possibly will lose or draw. I don't see Manchester United getting those wins against Bayern Munich, unless Lady Luck strikes us flawless. But we'll see. It it depends on how Manchester United develop. In the next couple of weeks
0: We're getting second man Like yeah, let's, get let's just call it
1: okay. A Comfortable second In my opinion Yeah
0: like The home games I trust us Even by Munich Bayern Munich at home Galatasaray at home Copenhagen at home Even Copenhagen away The big issue Is Bayern away Which is the first game up And then obviously Galatasaray away Which I think Is the fifth game mm. I think it's the fifth game They're the concerns Mm-hmm. Is these away games in particular those two? Well, I think we'll have enough to get out of the group. I'm not saying it with any confidence though. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm out till December. What is the injury? Jesus, what is going? Is he on? really out
1: till December? Just that little injury in preseason. That little knock.
0: December. He got injured for a long time. Malassi is out for time. Ta- what is going on?
1: Dropping like flies, you know. Dropping like flies at Manchester United. Well, I, I
0: don't yeah, know if
1: it's training. Goal, one, sec, one sec, one sec. Yeah, guys. As, as I said before, I don't know if it's the training, the fact that they have to press now. Uh, these guys are just dropping like flies at Manchester United, man. The f- they're just not ready for it. They're not ready for Eric Ten Hag's training. Big up to everyone that's all that's tuning right now, you know. Um well, As you just says, I told you it's the Arsenal doctor I don't know, is it the Arsenal doctor? Is he just not doctoring right? He's not doing this, he's not healing these men right, you know, giving false analysis and assessment of players injuries and just not delivering it right. We'll, we'll see in it, because we've got a new doctor and still players, I generally think Jez, the players are just not on pressing, especially when they have to work hard, you know, you look at Jaden Sancho as well you look at certain people's fitnesses. Martial, of course, injury plays a factor, but his pressing abilities just decreased. Bruno can press. But does he do it the way you guys wanted to, for him to do it? No, he doesn't. Casemiro, Ericsson as well, we we, we question his pressing ability, but he's there, he gets there. But again, like other players, he's just not ready to press and work hard and to do things for a whole 90 minutes. And that's what the reason why they... They're just dropping like flies they're not fit enough it never was they've been looking leggy for the first three games but if it's the arsenal doctor then arsenal just hmm i don't know arsenal just threw threw us bad luck just gave us bad luck and said yeah take him take him you know they never even fought for him that's the funny thing they never fought for that doctor it's a weird one you know they let him go scot-free no problem. It's like the set-piece coach for Manchester United that they got from Chelsea. They let him go sc- scot-free, no pressure. You know what? You can go. It's fine. Go, 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 go. It's fine. Enjoy yourself. There was a reason why. Anyway, Johnny says, I've se- only seen the clips of him. He looks uh, okay, but I can't really judge. It's okay. Just comes. I, I know what you're talking about, Ed. But yes, guys, smash that like button. And subscribe. Say if we don't win both games, MLK says if we don't win both games against Copenhagen, then we are proper shit. The Danish league is not good. It's not good like that. It's not good as it used to be back then when FC Copenhagen was a, was a good side. You know that troubled to a, a good opposition as well. But yeah, I definitely feel like guys, if Manchester United go to FC Copenhagen, we can win that. That's six points guaranteed for us. There's no way we can mess it up. It's just the Galatasaray on a way that's going to be tricky, including Bayern Munich, which is a definitely a straight defeat. I see it as Manchester United getting their points from the second game to game two, all the way to game five, until we fight, we play Bayern Munich out Old Trafford in the last game. So between game two to five, that's where we can get our points. Simple as, man. That way we get our points, point. yeah? Is that what you're yeah. saying, fam? Yeah. From game two to five. <laughs> a game, game one two, and so. six, by Munich, by Munich.
0: Mm-mm. That's a game two to five. Mm-hmm. I know what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Favorable draw, people. That's how far Man- Manchester United go as far as the draw allows us to. If we got if we finish second in this group and draw Real Madrid in the next round, bye bye. Yeah, 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 I
1: know. But I
0: know. if we draw, the, if we get out of the group and draw Braga, we'll probably get through to the quarterfinals. <laughs> and then the round after that, if we draw. Bayern Munich in the quarterfinals, we're probably going out. If we get sport in Lisbon, probably see you in the semi-final. You lot catch the drift. You draw dependent. Very, very, that's why I'm praying for it. You see that draw that Inter Milan got last year? Give us that. I'm saying Benfica, Porto, AC Milan to the final, and then you never know. That's what I would say. Yeah, I don't know what i going with Malassia and Rashford. I don't know how he got injured. I don't know what's going on. Makes no type of. we have never been injuries. told,
1: you know, what type of injury is. We just know that he's yeah. been out ever since he's been on holiday yeah. with Marcus Rashford and them lot. I
0: have no idea. And they're saying as well, um, I'm at knee ligaments. Right, mm-hmm. that's freaking great, isn't it? That is great. Let's let's see what else you lot are saying in the chat as well. Yeah, Keneki. I don't know why Nero was so confident. That Friday edition, he was on the show with me and Eddie, and he was talking about, yeah, I don't fear by Munich. All right, okay. We're gonna top the group. Mm-hmm. That's what he was saying.
1: I, no ju- fair, I just feel man, like I mean. he just wanted to be clipped, just, just, just for the sake. He's doing it for clout.
0: He's, just, he's doing it because.
1: Nah, <laughs> it's hope. All... I don't it's know hope. why. Why?
0: What kind of hope? It's hope. What hope? It's hope, did man. It's hope, man. He's the a United fan and he's young, man. He's uni- You gotta understand,
1: oh, he's a United God. fan. He's
0: like seventeen. Oh, so he's gonna hope. Yeah, United fan, he hopes.
1: They're full of hope when they're young, innit? You know. Yeah. They can they dream what... big when they're young.
0: Yeah. That's why I'd even criticize him for it. I'm like, oh, you young? I get it. Yo, hello. That's what that is. Hell, I'll learn. I'll definitely learn. Um, Kaneki says I can bet my soul. We, if we make it, we get an athletic call. I could see that happening. I'm really not trying to see athletic I ain't really trying to see anybody at this point.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I guess, point, I'm not really trying to see Lewin. Never mind an called Madrid. Anything else you want to discuss, Ivorian, that we've not mentioned? Um, wait. Are we not
1: venturing into the, the other news as well? Or you don't want to talk about allegations?
0: I spoke on it earlier in the show when someone asked about it, because I don't know all the information, I can't comment. Yeah, I'm letting, it, I'm letting it play out.
1: Yeah, once Eric, we know bye.
0: let me know. Oh yeah, everybody, try about it, try about it.
1: Hey, bye Con. You know Happy how I bye feel bye. about my but Yeah, it, yeah, it's it was needed, you know. Um would have been better if it was early on, but again, it was on a free transfer, so they would, we didn't get any money for it. But with Eric Bailly, it's just that he's, his whole career, at mentioned it, didn't turn out the way it did. Let's be real flawless. It started off well, you know, with man-in-the-match performances, it's looking solid as well, especially when he looked like he was a liability, doing clumsy things, but getting away with it. We thought we had a very good defender there. But again, injury just caught up with him. And his rash decision making as well caught up with him as well. He didn't develop in the centre back that he was meant to develop into. Being out of as well, I, I was I was I was thinking to myself, this guy should have been sold two seasons ago, and it happens to be now, and we get nothing for him. So that's mention that is loss right there. All I can say for Eric Bay, I wish him the best. You know, he's gonna go to Turkey as uh Fenerbahce. No, was it no Basiszka? I mean Basiska's that he's going to. And hope for one season as well. Hopefully, he can do something because from what I'm seeing right now, with all those players that's left Manchester United I haven't really amounted to anything. So mm-hmm. there's no loss there. So really, there is no loss. There's there's no loss on Pogba because he hasn't done anything at Juventus, you know, since he left. Mata, who went as well, hasn't really, you know, amounted to anything. A lot of those other players that I left, and I don't know whether Ante Elenga as well will do well. To get for Forrest,
0: he's got a good winner at, at the bridge. Yeah,
1: he did us a job, he does us a favor as well. It's a great that finish, just then, great finish as well. But we'll see how his future goes. But again, we there's no loss in Eric. Bailly. good luck to him, and that's it, man. It's just a sad thing yeah. that Manchester United couldn't recuperate any, any money from him, I couldn't. And it's just bad, it just shows again, bad business decision makings for Manchester United, you know, keep costing us all the time.
0: I thought we had a good like when we initially got him. I thought yeah, we got a good centre back, physical, athletic, pace and power, mm-hmm. and decent on the ball. But it just never panned out, unfortunately. So we just keep it stepping. Like, like, like that's just legit what it is, and we should have replaced him properly. But hey, we can talk for another two would, hours would you, about. Would you ever kept
1: by for Evans Flawless? Yeah, 100. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would have kept him over Maguire.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, obviously he wanted to play football, which yeah, is fair. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's fair. I would have kept him over Lindelof, to be honest. Problem, Biggest problem with Eric Bailly is he can't stay fit. Don't stay fit. Too many injuries, man. Too many injuries. But, hey, we move. And trust me, David, I'm not confident of the Bayern games, either home or away. I'm slightly more confident at home because at home, this team will show up, but away from home, we've seen them fold before. And we'll end on this with Warrior J saying, Rumours of Glazers deciding not to sell Manchester United reduced market value of club on New York stock exchange by over $700 million as MUF share price drops 18%. That's from Akira Maguire. I ain't going to lie, I don't even know what this means, as far as <laughs> I say, because I know some of you lot in the chat won't know. I don't know about stocks and share prices on the rise. or oh, lot. I have no idea. Maybe Ivorian is more has more knowledge on this situation than me. I don't know about this.
1: I don't, you know, like?
0: I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just know shares going down is bad. Shares going up is good. That's it. Well, no, I hope it
1: continues to go down so they don't get to sell as much as they wanted to sell because these guys are just scumbags at the end of the day, man. You know, even when we heard rumours about them not selling, obviously it hasn't been confirmed they they don't want to sell. But the, what what we heard about, Wanting up to 10 billion pounds. I'm just thinking absurd. You know, these guys, if it happens to be true, are just leeches. They, they really just want us to just suffer as well. Like, they don't give a shit. You know, the fact that they, they, they we was reading the news that like, they're thick skinned. You know, they don't really care whether the clubs, I mean, whether fans don't want them there, they're thick skinned so they can handle the whole situation. And it just shows that they're just scumbags, man. You know, they ruined a whole. They ruined our whole transfer window. The whole summer, you know, the uh, Manchester United transformation of being a cha- being a team that challenged in Europe and Champions League hinged on that um, club sale. And look at them; they just didn't give a shit. You know, they held out for whatever they want to. Rumors whether there was um, arguments between family members whether they want to sell or not sell. That they had, they will receive the best offer from Sheikh team and I don't think they can get anything higher than that. And it and it just being greedy and they didn't take it. And they just ruined the whole summer window. Look at Manchester United as a club right now. Four games in, six points. Um, right. Everything look like a hot mess. Not getting the players that we want, not getting the strikers. The manager's first choice in terms of strikers. Look at that. And they still... And when I heard rumours that they're not going to sell, they believe that Ten Hag can deliver silver within the next two seasons. I'm like, are you... You clearly don't really watch the team, then. You you really don't give a fuck. You fucking with us. You really fucking with us. And I, have you have you watched? Us? You're telling me that you believe, and you're not backing my man in the transfer window. You're giving him fair choice strikers, and and not signing the midfielder that he was until deadline day, and we and then where we could have had a midfielder in before the Arsenal game and register him in time. Like you're having a laugh there, man. But yeah, man. With the news right there, flawless. I don't believe it, man. Like. So, People are going just gonna throw in news to just fuck us over and make us spin, spin us over, man. And in a day, the main problem is that the glazers are still there. You know, we're not gonna forget. You can throw uh, the last forty-eight hours has been madness since we lost against Arsenal. You know, you threw the the Sancho situation and the allegation between for the allegation between Anthony. But I ain't gonna forget that you men are still here, man. Don't try and throw um, stories to spin me off. At the end of the day, flawless. I know what the main priority is. Glazers are still there. They can just throw As much stories as they want But I will always remember That they're the problem And they fucked uh, us facts?
0: over mm. Yeah for real mm-hmm. Hey love to everyone You has tuned in You lot are real ones uh, Don't forget <coughs> I will run the fan calling show But it'll be slightly later People on the Sarcasm City TV kick So i probably run it Like 9.30pm 10pm That's over on the Sarcasm City TV kick That's open to anyone To call in you don't have to be a manchester united fan you don't have to call in and talk about manchester united you may want to talk about something else football related and then we're back here at midnight for obviously the first man the united crossover of the week like you get every tuesday the manchester united liverpool show so that's going to be fun because then i've got 10 points out of 12 so saint will be there ram will be there unfortunately ryan might be in the building but hey we move let's hope you know um you just don't, but he falls down the stairs and you don't make it. But here we are, people. But make sure you bump up the likes, hit the subscribe button. <laughs> make, sure <laughs> make sure you hit the <laughs> like. <laughs> uh, like. Warrior, let them know where they can find you or what you got coming up and all that good stuff. Of course, guys. You can find me on Ready Night TV. Subscribe to Ready Night
1: TV as well on YouTube and follow Ready Night TV on Twitch and follow Ready Night TV on Instagram, Ready Night TV 1. Um, tomorrow, Women's Manchester United Woman Crush Wednesday. You know, finest girls wearing your favorite jersey, Manchester United jersey. So, do you guys, for those guys as well, especially you, man's there, you know, that love the first traps and etc. Follow Red United TV on Instagram, and I'm back live 5 p.m. Thursday for your latest Manchester United news covering everything that's happened so far this week and on the day as well. So, and then. We'll see what happens in the next two weeks because, of course, it is international week. I will take a break for my usual Monday show, which I go live on, but I might do it Thursday next week. Come <coughs> yeah.
0: okay. mm-hmm. All right. Well, love to everyone that locks in. It. To Eddie said, yo, the day that actually happens, Flawless won't be laughing like this. Yeah, we will. Mm-hmm. be like, how do you fall down your stairs <laughs> as a grown adult? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Unless, if you've just fall down the stairs of your own accord, yeah, that's on you as an adult. Like I'm sorry, no disrespect to anyone who might be watching this, listening to this, who's fall down the stairs. But come on, man, like tripping up, like down your stairs. I've tripped down my stairs, but to fall and like and proper tumble, that's on you, man. Like how you doing that as a grown adult? You say like, Ryan's stupid enough for that to happen? I was like, looking at my phone. Or some (laughs) bullshit. You know what what he's like. Anyway, make sure you like. Like I said, follow Ivorian across all his socials. The link's in the title, so you click the link right now. Whether you're watching this live right now or watching this back watching this back, click the link in the title, it opens up a new tab, and then that way, you can subscribe to his channel, Reg TV and find all his socials, so the Instagrams the Twitch, everywhere he is active on, and don't forget, we are available on all audio platforms as well, people SoundCloud, Spotify iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, type in Sarcasm City TV, and this show and all the other shows will pop up, so that's on all audio platforms, so SoundCloud hit us with a follow on there, Spotify all you Android users, everyone who listens to music on spotify type in sarcasm city tv follow us and five star us and same for all you iphone users as well all you people who get your music off itunes apple Podcasts, or listen to um podcasts on itunes or apple Podcasts, five star us on itunes Write as a review the links are underneath in the description of this live stream and every other live stream as well drop the links in the chat obviously boosting the audio platforms as well because you might want to listen you might not want to have the youtube app open you might want to listen. You might be at the gym. You might be at work and you're like, ah, forget burning up all my data on YouTube. Let me use one of the audio platforms. Let me download the audio to listen to. I've got a long journey, whatever the case may be. But a large up to all the regulars. I'm glad you lot have enjoyed the show. Big up all the new people. Uh, check out the upcoming live stream schedule. You lot already know the pattern. And this has been the Man the United podcast live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube. Big up for tuning in. Peace.